Hey, you know, I'm going to put on my sweater. Do you need a sweater? Do I need a sweater? Yeah, because we're doing a cold open. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available mass-produced foodstuffs. Mostly. As always, to my right is Alex. And as always, to my left is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Alex. So uh, what what do you mean uh, mostly? Ah, so you noticed the subtle change I made to our intro. Yeah. What's, what's with that? So we're breaking format tonight. We're not doing mass-produced foods. Everyone, put down your torches and pitchforks. It will be fine. We actually have a sort of exclusive. Yeah, it's relatively exclusive. One of, we're one of the first, I believe. We're one of the first to get them, but by the time this episode comes out, they will have been available to the public for over a week. We don't record this the day before. Yeah, what you're listening to is not a live podcast. That's why you can rewind it. That's why you can fast forward. That's why you can listen to it next to me while I'm at work. So we have some candies from a small candy producer all the way from the exotic land of Alberta, Canada. All the way from America's hat. They may be getting two new citizens, Alex. I wouldn't be so flippant. Where'd you find these people? So while looking for pictures of cats on Instagram. As you do. I came across some of uh, the photos that she was posting. I think the first one I saw was rhubarb custard as a hard candy. Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, you have my interest. After clicking through to her website, I saw that she had an eggnog. Then she had my curiosity. Mm-hmm. So these candies are from sugar. Shh. <laughs> Sugar. Full disclosure, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce the name. I was going to send her an email and I forgot. So now we all have to live with this decision. But it is spelled S-H-H-U-G-A-R. Sugar. So we have sugar candy from sugarcandy.com. Yes. So specifically what we were looking at was her line of hard candies. Yeah, those are small, easy to enjoy. So we got in contact with Sarah Foy, who is the owner and candy smith of Sugar. Would it be confectioner? On her website, it says candy smith. And candy smith is a thousand times cooler than a confectioner. Because it makes me think that she has like a candy anvil. Oh, that'd be amazing. And candy bellows. Yeah, just okay. All right. So we got into contact with Sarah. We said we want to review some of your candies. And we asked for a big sampler, which I feel a little bad about now. Because we got 25 separate flavors to split between the two of us and to have a backup to share. So a hundred candies that she needed to individually wrap and label all of them. When I opened it up, I realized how much work we made this poor woman do. But I'll be honest, it was worth it for us. Yes. It was was pretty amazing. Spoilers. One of the downsides about having gotten these candies is after this week, we have to go back to eating probably gross stuff. Probably. And that's really sad. I've seen what we're doing next week. It's horrific. I don't know if I can go back. One quick thing I do want to point out. Sugar and Sarah are not a sponsor of our podcast. That's right. We We paid good money to get good candy. Yes. We made sure she was paid. She's a small business owner. And it is very important to support those people. And hopefully at the end of this podcast, you will be motivated to support her. Because as you will learn, she makes amazing candy. I'm going to say a lot of these candies that we got from her 
immediately became my favorite candies. There were some really good ones in here. So a lot of them that we got, like sour lemon, caramel apple, salted caramel, ones like that all taste the way that you would imagine they would taste, except way better. Sour lemon pretty much tastes like a lemon head if lemon heads put any sort of effort into making their candy. Yeah, the sour lemon um, Yeah, it didn't have the acidic bite that a lemon head has. It, uh, it was just a nice kind of soft lemon flavor. And I would say, in general, a lot of these candies had the right flavor. Like, they didn't beat you over the head with it. They're more mellow. And I think to build onto that, the flavors that need to be mellow are mellow. And the flavors that you really want to have just punch you in the throat with deliciousness, do that. Yeah, in general, it was, it was really nicely balanced. So what were some of your favorites, Chris? Right off the bat, I think... My favorite one, and this has actually become my favorite berry candy, is the raspberry blackcurrant. Yeah, that was really, as far as a berry candy goes, that was really solid. Had a great raspberry flavor. The blackcurrant kind of had a a nice sort of tart bitter note underneath that just together was really robust. I liked it a lot. In terms of fruit candies, that's my wheelhouse. If I'm binging on candies, that's what I'm going to get. Fruit candy? Fruit candy. So I gotta say one of my favorites that she did on the note of blackcurrant is the blackcurrant and licorice, which I love licorice flavor. That was a really surprising one for me. I don't like black licorice. Don't care for that flavor. You are broken, Chris. The That's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. But the combination of those two flavors made me like black licorice. Yeah, I thought that was a wonderful combination. Uh, I like the black licorice flavor in general, but having sort of that fruit undertone to it was really nice. I think that really just goes to the skill of the candy smith. Absolutely. Another one of the amazing flavors that she had, but it's not really one that you see a whole lot, is the sour plum. Oh my goodness, yes. So when we were picking out the candies, I was very, very adamant I wanted to do the sour ones, and I'm so glad that we did. Now, if you remember when we described the lemon as being very subtle, not too overpowering, right? this is the opposite. It tastes a little bit like a nerd. If you took a thousand nerds and crushed them down like a neutron star into a small ultra-dense candy, that was the flavor. Uh, what I really loved about it was that it wasn't just like a sour outside, because a lot of sour candies, there's a sour powder on the outside, and then you get through that, and it's just like sweet candy. But with this, it was actually sour through and through. So as you kind of sucked on it, you just it was a constant, delicious, sour flavor, which was like a dream come true for me. Loved it. Well, when they do that sour coating, it's mostly just sugar and citric acid mixed together and dumped down the outside and that's a really easy way to do sour candy it's a lot harder to try to put that into the melted sugar she managed it yeah because that citric acid loves to burn if you put it in too early it gets black and becomes really disgusting Ooh. so as far as the the accuracy of the flavor goes i thought the plum was really pretty close but i would say that she has some even more accurate flavors when it comes to fruits the pink grapefruit to me was just dead on. It was honestly like I was back as a kid, have my mom, you know, cut me a piece of grapefruit, put a little bit of sugar on top. It was perfect. One thing that we definitely have to talk about, though, is the presentation of the candies. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and especially the grapefruit actually look like teeny, teeny little grapefruits. Yeah, she has some sort of uh, 
multicolor abilities. I don't know how Chris, you may be able to speak to this better. Um, but she's able to to dye these things and then create shapes within the hard candies. Yeah, there's these absolutely amazing shapes in them. It's one of those things where it's like, I think I kind of know how it's made, but I'm just going to say it's witchcraft. Good enough for me. Especially, so the grapefruit is just a little grapefruit. Okay, that seems like that wouldn't be too hard to make. The eggnog one is a little snowman face, which is adorable. Yeah, I, it's incredible. And actually, uh, you can see the little eggnog face. It's one of the uh, four that we picked for the photo on the blog. You can actually see what these things look like up close, and they are a work of art. As long as we're talking about the eggnog, neither of us really care for eggnog. And it is all the great parts of the eggnog, which would be the milkiness and the sweetness, and none of the worst parts of the eggnog, which would be the fact that it has the consistency of snot. Yeah, it was mostly to the great spices that you find in eggnog. We also got some chocolate mint, which wasn't in our initial batch. And she even said, this is one of my favorites. I think I did a really good job on it. I'm like, "Mm, we've had chocolate mint before. No, thank you. And then she just tossed them in the box anyways. Oh, that was so nice of her. And yeah, I'm really glad she did it. Like the idea of a chocolate hard candy is sort of gross just because I've had so many bad artificial flavored chocolates. But these were really good, really tasted like chocolate had a great mint to them. They're more minty than they were chocolatey. They tasted almost like Frank's. Uh, Frango mints. Frango mints. Frango mints. That's right. Said your name three times, Frango mints. Maybe a sponsorship? Anyway. Yeah, really tasted like those Frango mints. It's a a classic flavor combination. Um, It's usually done with the real ingredients, with actual chocolate and mint. Yeah. So seeing it in something that resembled a candy cane, I was skeptical. But yeah, she, she nailed it. When we were going through the week and trying our batch of the candy, that was one of the last ones I tried just because I was hesitant of it. But uh, I I might have to go back and order another box of those. I have to say, if I was going to order more, personally, cherry cola. I was just, it was awesome. It was had a great cherry flavor, tasted like real cherries. And there was a subtle sort of cola undertone to it that just paired really beautifully. I could eat those all day. I don't know if I would be able to pick. Like, I really don't think I would be able to pick just one. Oh, absolutely. So many of them are so good, but, oh, man. I guess push comes to shove. Uh, Sour plum? No. No. Raspberry black currant. No, I can't. Oh, Oh, you can't do it on the other side. You can't do it. Oh, this is like Sophie's Choice. Yeah, these are all really delicious. They're all really amazing. Now that the holidays are rapidly approaching, we should probably talk about the gingerbread. I love ginger, so I was very excited about this, and it did not disappoint. Very big on the ginger. It tasted a lot like uh, kind of a sweet ginger beer, which is good for me. We should point out, all of the hard candies are gluten-free. But not glucose-free. I suppose I had a dad joke earlier. You get you get your dad joke now. And also, tis the season for clove which oh yeah clove i forgot about clove i don't know how you could have forgotten about clove yeah clove had a beautiful presentation with the little star in the center and then it was it was very nice to look at but honestly it was all of these were i think very beautifully balanced clove clove stood out as by far the most intense and i didn't mind it in all fairness though i think that's the nature of clove oh i think so yeah i would love to see it paired with a ham flavored candy to see if that would balance it out. Yeah, I wasn't personally a fan of the clove. Okay. But I'm not a fan of clove in general. 
So even though it's something not for me, if you're a fan of Clove, it's definitely good. So yeah, I shared some of these with my coworkers and my coworker, Allison, her response to the Clove was, it's Clove. And I think that sums it up. Yeah, that is the most accurate description you can give of it. In general, I'm going to say all of her candies are really good. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I can't disagree there. If you're looking for something for a holiday present, definitely check out her website. We'll have it listed in the description. Before we move on, though, because we don't want to cheat you out of having actual tasting on the episode. Yeah. So she also sent us a couple of her other products, one of which I've heard in legend. I haven't actually seen in the wild before, but it's sponge candy. Sponge candy, the Yeti of candies. Much like the mighty North American mountain ape, it is rarely photographed and often blurry. So we have mocha sponge toffee. If you've never seen sponge candy before, it looks like... A sponge. Yeah, it looks like someone dipped a sponge in sugar and was just like, here, eat it. Yeah, it's weird because it looks it looks like it would be like spongy and soft, but it's actually, it's hard. It's quite hard. I've had people tell me about this before and they just go nuts for it. I'm not 100% sure how it's made. Again, I'm going to assume witchcraft. Probably. So this is not just the first time I'm eating this kind of candy on the podcast. This is the first time I'm having this in general. Yeah, that's exciting. I've also never had, I've never even seen this stuff before. So yeah, I've told people that that we got some sponge candy from her too and it was as though she had sent us gold so again hype has never let us down alex not for bacon soda not for brock sponge candy corns not for any of the movies in the dc cinematic universe never we've always gotten our way scot-free yeah. So now that we've really hyped this up, let's enjoy this. Let's check out this amazing, amazing sponge candy. I think we broke the curse, Chris. Actually. The the monkey paws curse? Well, yeah, that one. And I think actually Sarah broke the curse because we ate something after we hyped it up and it was good. Yay! So sponge candy. Now that I've eaten it for the first time, I can absolutely see why people go nuts for this. Right. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty good. The combination that's going on here, it's a toffee sponge candy with a thin layer of chocolate on top. And it reminded me of s'mores. Yeah, very much in flavor. It it did have a very s'moresian quality to it. Yeah. So it starts off as a very hard, crumbly candy, but quickly turns into something very soft when you begin to chew it. As it has that metamorphosis, almost a very Kafka-esque metamorphosis, into that more soft state, that chocolate really melts and gets in there and almost acts as a binder for it. Yeah, it's, it's well-crafted. Yeah, it, it, it makes a very interesting mouthfeel. And as I said, I can see why people go nuts for this. Yeah. I still genuinely have no idea how it's made. No, I ate my entire piece. And, yeah. Uh, I, still, <laughs> I still have no idea. Is that how you typically gain knowledge by eating stuff? sometimes that's why there's a half-eaten book over here okay (laughs) and you know for something that's mostly sugar it's not overly sweet i was actually very pleased about that you know a lot of times when candies get far too sweet it's like well you know children will like this right this is actually more way more of an adult candy not just because it's not very sweet but because i imagine there are sharp chunks that a child could swallow and choke on yeah i don't know if i would give this to my child yeah i'm pretty sure that coco uh would not be able to digest the chocolate that wouldn't be good 
yeah the chocolate and you know i mean she gets the squirts there's no way you're going to pick that up with a grocery bag you're you're welcome for that chris by the way you're welcome for the uh the admittance of uh childness oh you did you did (gasps) alex it's a christmas miracle which is weird because you're jewish yeah that's why i got the date wrong oh that's fair so that's going to conclude our first exclusive sort of episode in our first handcrafted candy episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed doing small batch candy. Yeah, it'd be really fun to, you know, find other small batch uh, confectioners and uh, try out some of their wares. Audience, if this is something that you like, we can definitely do this again. We can find more people and I know I would definitely enjoy it. Yeah, feel free if you have any ideas uh, to email us at comments at sugardaddies.com. If you want to see photos of those adorable candies, you can find us at Sugar Daddy's Podcast on Instagram. You can check us out on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's Pod. And as always, you can find us on Facebook if you search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. And again, another real big thanks to Sarah Foy over at Sugar. Sugar. Go find her stuff at sugarcandies.com. Sugar spelled with an S and two H's. Give her money and buy stuff from her. She does good work. Well, Alex... I'm going to take off my sweater here as we bring the podcast to a close. Do you want to take off your sweater? Because we're doing a hot close. Oh.